0: It's everything you need to make a podcast in one spot. Download the free Anchor app or go to Anchor.fm to get started.
1: Yo, be a father. If
0: not why bother, son. A boy can make him, but a man can raise one. Be a father
1: to your child. Be a father to your child. This
2: is KGB. What up, is DJ EFN?
0: Yo, what's good? This is Manny Digital, and this is this is the Fatherhoods Podcast. You got a lisp now? No, man. I was listening Who to you, I was listening to some Cool and Dre, Fat Joe joints, and you know how they do the this is it, this is. It's lispish. No, but you yo, your your hearing is <sighs> fucked up today. You're not doing a lisp. No, not not lisp- inti- lisp- not, lisp- not not intentionally, no. <laughs>
1: How about get we the talk way. about fatherhood? Good way to start. Get way to start <laughs> off. <laughs> All right. So should we jump into it? Let's do it. Jump into it. All right. Uh, let's talk about
2: Ti. Yeah. So break down that story. I didn't. I didn't quite read it, but I got the gist of it.
1: Go ahead. Oh, man. oh you want me to? Do... Okay. You're, you're a good recapper. Um. see. <laughs> <Damn>. Pause. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Everything just sounds posy.
0: Yo, you you've been on some pause shit the last week. I, mean, I, I never say that shit. Um, so Ti was on a podcast with with two ladies. I don't remember their names, but um, he was talk. He was telling the story about how he goes to the uh, gynecologist with his eldest daughter. I believe she's eighteen, from what I remember. And part of like the. You know the visit is Ti finding out if his daughter's hymen is still intact, but the way he goes about it, I think is per- perfectly fine, unless I'm missing something. Which is basically he, the doctor has to ask his daughter for consent to share information with her dad, right? So he does that in the in the presence of of Ti, to his daughter. He's like, hey, do you mind if we have this conversation with your father present? And then, T. I., apparently, the way he described it, he looks at his daughter, he looks at the doctor, and he's like, you know, re- regurgitates the question to his daughter. He's like, yo, is it okay if the doctor tells me what I need to know? Apparently, it was assumed that she said yes, or it was said that she said yes, and the conversation kept going. So, long story short, he finds out, I guess, that everything is fine, but the question, you know, I guess. The internet got crazy. I don't know exactly. Fine, what Fine
2: fine, being no sexual activity. Is that Cor- what fine being? Right. Is?
0: Right. right. This situation. Okay. <clears throat> Correct. But then there was a whole big uproar and I, it, it ended with the podcast episode being deleted because it was such a big issue. Apparently, I still honestly don't comprehend what the problem is, but there were some sensitivities that were conveyed and people got pissed off and what have you. So, the way I look at it, personally, I, I, the fact that there was consent, proper consent, assuming that that actually took place, I think there's no issue here. And, you know, that's a little weird for your, you to be there with your 18-year-old daughter, you know, inspecting. Okay, I was
2: going to say 18. I was going to say consent should be was of, she, a, of was an was age. Was she 18
1: or I thought she was younger?
0: I, I feel like I read 18. Okay. I feel like
2: I read 18.
0: Yeah, I was I was kind of hung up on that because age and consent to me were the two
2: But then qualifiers. someone can argue that under the age the consent goes to the parent anyways. Right. True. So, so look, I guess I, for I guess for the sake of conversation,
1: let's say if it was, let's say that it's under 18. Mhm. And let's talk generally just about keeping track as best as you can as a parent of whether or not your kids are having sex hmm. to me. I think that's just because regardless of what your relationship is like with your kids, uh, it's probably going to be hard for them. They're probably not going to tell you everything. They're probably not going to tell you what, what they're a hundred percent up to. Um, so I think just from like a Knowing factor or safety factor of what they're up to, and I, I, I don't see anything really wrong with just knowing what's going on with your kids.
0: I, yeah, like, like I said, I, I in this particular case, especially, I have no issue with how Ti went about it or how you know that whole thing went down.
2: I, I would guess playing devil's advocate here to figure out. Again, I didn't read any full article, so I'm going off of what you're telling me and what a little bit I read. I would imagine that the uproar happens to be with just like women's rights and women feeling that men are right. always dictating, you know, what they what, do, what with they dictating do their bodies, with, their bodies. Right. And yeah. I would imagine that would be it. Maybe it'd be less of an impactful story if the mother was the one there. Right. Kind of involved with this, you know, yeah, cause, I get that because, you know, again, plain devil's advocate, not knowing the situation. And again, understanding as a father, I would want to know as well. Um, but you, who who knows the the situation? Maybe it's like, Hey, you know, I'm going to come, I'm gonna find out. And if, if you're doing something that I don't agree with, then maybe I cut you off from, you know, financial certainty, you know, things. And, and that's kind of like, you know, it's, I get where, where there might be. Like a discussion But to like uh, For people to cancel the show And, and delete the episode Like yeah. like To me these are the things That people should should have Discuss and have Healthy debates about Cause Just you know It's like we're living what's What are they call it Cancel culture Yeah now, cancel right? culture And that gets nowhere You know cause Hey man We don't I'm sure if you go And you look at What all is the You know And I hate to pick on these people My girl probably get a little upset with me But like Mormons Like who knows What the hell they're doing To you know To make sure Hymens are intact, or whatever you know. Like hmm. different cultures, different families, different strokes for different folks, and you can't go around policing everybody. I guess. Do we want?
1: And what are we? And what kind of message are we pushing here, regardless of what this particular instance is? It you know are is it a good thing that a father or parents are interested in Proact- the health and, and proactive and, and involved in? You know their kids' health and their well-being and what they're up to and keeping tabs on it, or is it, uh, or is it, you know, or then are we back to, uh, you know, the parents are never involved in what the kids are, are up to and 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 you're parenting from a lack of uh, understanding and, and knowing what's going on. I don't know.
2: And uh, and then there's a flip side of it, like, you know, the hypocrisy of uh, again, I would imagine again, there's more of an upward being that it's a man. Is the man, you know, being a hypocrite by, you know, controlling and policing a teenager's sex life, you know, when probably at that same age, he was doing whatever he wanted. Hmm. Um, If he has boys, is he doing the same thing? Like, what is he doing to make, you know, make sure that they're not engaging in in sexual activity? Like, you know, there's a whole kind of, a whole bunch of conversation you could have revolving around this and, and, you know, but again, it's to each their own, their family. If, if. Maybe the daughter doesn't, you know, doesn't have an issue. Maybe it's a relationship that they have that they're very comfortable with speaking about these things. And that's just, it is what it is, you know, but. And, and that's,
0: I guess that's, that's kind of, again, maybe, maybe his daughter did feel compelled to say, yes, I give consent because her dad is in the room. And maybe it wasn't really her, her choice, her, you know, if she had to choose with them, not there. But at the same time, it's like, yo, you said yes, you could have said no. Maybe their family dynamic is that way. Where there is that, you know, openness to be able to do that, and that's cool. But my big question, and you alluded to this earlier, is like, all right, so that day that the hymen breaks, and and they mentioned like, you know, you could be horseback riding, and the hymen can break, or there's a bunch of different activities you could be engaging in that that happens. Yeah. Tia, what are you gonna do? Like, what what is the repercussion if there is any? Like, wh- why is it so vital for you to actually know that? For me personally, like I, I thought about it, I put myself in those shoes. how much do would I really wanna know, especially knowing my my history right like menstrual cycle fucks me up so but right. well, well, yeah, wanna take know that
1: yeah do you got you guys have daughters, so is this would you would you actively go to gynecologist visits with your daughters would would you wanna know? that kind of information, would you leave that to the mom to to do? I mean, what's your take on that personally? I,
2: I would say I would, I would accompany my daughter to, to these things. But if it comes to that kind of conversation, I would, I would, you know, yield that to, to my girl, to her mother, to, to kind of engage in those conversations. I think that's for me personally, I would think that's more appropriate. And, and, you know, I would try to have more, dialogue with my daughter as she's growing up about sexual activity and about her body versus necessarily being more probing and more physically like, you know, like making her feel uncomfortable. Right. That's the way I would hope that I'm going to do it. And, and again, one thing I do want to say about everything we're talking about and, and specifically to the TI thing, we really don't know exactly what's going on. Not a clear yeah, we're exactly. just speaking in generalization of the story and the idea of what it's supposed to be. But really and truly, we're not there. We're not in their shoes. We're not in that doctor's room. We're not we don't even really know what's going on. Cause nope. sometimes the media blows these things these things out and twists them in different directions where it's not even the real thing that happened, you know? Yep.
0: Agreed. For for me, I, I wouldn't I wouldn't want to be involved. More so because well, somebody if a parent needs to be there, yes, I would I would prefer my wife be the one. But not because of any discomfort it's more because her bond in my particular case her bond with her mom in things that involve womanhood is tight and it's established and that's her comfort zone for me to be there i think is more of of a i don't know like almost like a threat or very uncomfortable sort of situation and honestly i don't want to make it seem like i'm trying to betray her trust or anything like I, I want her to make decisions that she's comfortable with, and granted, sex is always going to be a sticky topic, especially when you have daughters. But at the same time, it's, it's an eventuality. So for me, depending on the circumstances, I think I'd be generally okay with it when it does happen. And I want to instill that kind of trust with her to not have to worry about me like probing or like th- you know threatening certain shit if if the hymen breaks. Yeah, yeah.
1: I mean, again, how about you with your we, son we, though? Okay, what do you mean, like,
0: like role reversal? Obviously, he don't go to a gynecologist, in but I'm saying like,
1: <laughs> um, no, I'd, I'd I'd like to know. I mean, I'd like to accompany him to whatever kind of, whether it's doctor's appointments or whether it's just talking about what what's going on. Um, I'd I'd probably like to know more than than not.
0: Yeah. I mean, so long Man. as he's good with it, I, I think it does it's the null point. If, but, so but long what as do the you, kids are
2: good. But okay what do you think if you did have a daughter? Um I I'm along the lines of you guys
1: where I would um my guess is I'd probably have a close relationship with a daughter, but I'd also know and feel more comfortable with with relying on uh my wife to to kind of facilitate and handle those types of doctor visits. I mean, I'm happy to go and, you know, lend support and be a right. fly on the wall, that kind of thing. Um, but I don't think um I guess it really just depends on your relationship also with 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 your kid, you know. Um how comfortable they feel with you and everyone's everyone how everyone's household is just different i mean right, right you know it's like in if you listen to the way ti was talking and and again we can only we can only you heard the actual audio i just heard a clip of a, a clip okay. of it and it yeah. was really it was more just in kind of conversation it wasn't uh, but it definitely definitely came across as he you know he he's kind of controlling the household and these are the these are his rules for for his kids, that kind of thing. but I mean, that's maybe that's their family dynamic so I, and I'm you know that that's it is what it is I think, but going back to the whole cancel culture thing, I think that's the scary thing is that like we can't even have a conversation like we, right. no one you can't even everyone's going to have different points of views and everyone's going to live their life differently and have different, uh, ways that they raise their family and work as a family unit. And you can't even, you say something that someone disagrees with, uh, you can't, you know, it's like you can't express or have a conversation about, um, you know, different points of view and different, and different ways to look at things without people blowing up over it. Yeah. It
2: becomes like a wildfire. Like it's like, like, group thinking, it's crazy. And and another thing to to say, too, that it could, you know, could all, always be, and maybe that's okay, is maybe it's as simple as, and this could be across, it could be to all his children. Maybe it's, we're just talking about the daughter, but maybe he's saying this to all his kids, like, hey, you guys can live in this household, and, you know, I, I can cover certain things financially till you know, as long as you want or to a certain age. But these are the rules, and in order for me to enforce these rules and know that they're true, these are, this is the type of information flow that I need to know you guys are following the rules, and maybe they agree to it. Right. You know, it, it's who to say exactly. It's like it's to each their own, man. We yeah. can't we can't judge this. Like I, but I, I, but at the same token, you always have to be able to see the other point of view.
1: Yeah, for I just, sure.
2: It's wrong for people to just automatically be outraged. Cancel, like to, to, to for them to delete the episode. Yeah, ex- again, I don't know exactly how it went down, but I think that's ridiculous. Yeah, y- and but I'm, I think, I,
1: but I think you, you you know, you mentioned this at the beginning, e, just it's also we're coming at it from a male perspective. You know, you, you highlighted right, uh, right. a potential female perspective, which is totally valid. And I'd be interested to know what more I probably just need to do some reading is to, to understand what. Well, what, I so, mean, what some female reactions are to, to
2: that. I, I, I would invite any female listener of ours, you know, about, you know, engaging in conversation, like, hit us up and let us know what their thoughts are, you know. Yeah. Give yep. us their point of view so it's not just us three dudes talking about a <laughs> dude's <laughs> right. perspective and why, you know, people might be mad at him. Let's, you know, if there's, you know, any, any, any of our female listeners, please, you know, hit us up. Uh, where should they hit us up, Manny? You're... Our resident social media guy.
0: <laughs> at Fatherhoods Pod anywhere. Twitter, Facebook, and an email You can you, send us mail. Fatherhoodspod <laughs> at gmail.com. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. You could send a voice note. That would be dope, actually. If you could just email us a voice note with yeah, your we'll, comments.
2: We'll on, the next, on the next episode. For
0: sure. <clears throat> so yeah. just to just to put a I guess a a pin in this, um the whole not being able to have a conversation or a discussion around this and other things like we got to stop, man. not us, but like society. Cause there's no harm in us having this conversation and just coming to an understanding. Even if that understanding is I get your point. Don't agree. Keep it pushing. Like that should be okay. And we're, we're in a time where that doesn't seem to be okay to do. And that's all I have to say about that.
2: No, look. I I agree with you. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I agree too. I'm not gonna drag it on, but it's true. Fuck yeah. that shit, man.
1: <laughs> moving on. Yeah. <clears throat> all
2: right, moving on.
1: Um. So there was an article that I read sent sent you guys and was reading
0: that we of um, course that we of course did not read
1: as of yet. <laughs> so you will have right. to carry this one. <laughs>
2: Do you have the audio book on that? <laughs>
1: <laughs> Trying to let me let me see let me pull it up here. What the okay? So it was in the Washington Post, and uh, it's called reading the
2: Washington Post. You know, I read some of the
1: like I read Flipboard. Like
2: you? I don't know. I like yeah. to read.
1: <laughs> I read Flipboard so that it pulls in oh, all right. the various sources. Uh, but it says. Yes, it's good to stick with an activity, but there is also value in walking away. And um, we've talked about this a little bit before, especially like Manny with your daughter and basketball, and and um. So, without getting too deep into this particular, it it, it made me think about uh, my own situation. So we've got our son in a bunch of and a couple different activities. You know, he's doing basketball. He just started doing piano he's been doing karate and then he was doing jujitsu and um you know just testing stuff out i mean he tried soccer he did some soccer stuff for a while and then started to finished out whatever the uh i think it was like a three-month program or something finished that out and uh but decided you know he did, he wasn't into it didn't like it anymore so we just kept him moving something else so with he had jujitsu has been a struggle. Um, It's like he runs hot and cold. Sometimes he was into it. Other times it's, you know, every day that it was time to go. Oh, man, I don't want to go. Do I have to go today? You know, that kind of thing. And it, getting to the point now, I think he's finally he's finally come clean and said, you know, I just I don't I you know, he likes the sport of it he doesn't like the class he just doesn't really enjoy it he's not having fun he he doesn't it's not something he likes and uh, and what's kind of kept him in it the most is because he didn't want to disappoint mm-hmm. uh the co- the coach
0: mm-hmm.
1: and probably us you know we're probably we probably pushed it on him more than he was into it um so i'm cool with him going you know done with it if you're not into it let's f- find something else here's the funny thing though so usually my wife and I are we're usually on the same page with uh with things um we're over, basically we're on the same page with this although her tactic is a little bit different than my approach to it um it, she, you know she's very much um wanting him to learn how to finish things that he starts and I'm totally with that um, but in this case, I guess the, the, the way for him to get out of, of of finalizing jiu-jitsu is for him to go up to the coach and say, I'm sorry, you know, I, I don't want to do this anymore. Mm-hmm. I need to take a pause on it, that kind of thing.
2: Wait, who's saying to say this?
1: My wife. And I'm, not, and I'm not sure how I feel about it. I, I, it's I, kind of hardcore, I, I, man. I, I disagree with that one. <laughs> 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 I, get, I get what I get. I get what she's um, trying to teach him just in terms of being able to kind of own up and and be able to tell someone like, hey, I don't, you know, it's like saying no is the hardest thing for a lot. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. So it's that kind of thing with like early on teaching a kid how to say, no, I want to do this or I don't want to do this and not worrying about hurting someone's feelings. So I get it. But then there's the other side of me of like, well, damn, he's seven years old. He's having a panic attack thinking about having to go tell the coach he right. doesn't do it anymore. It's much easier when you have like an activity that you just let it run its course and it's done for the season and you don't go back. And so I don't know. What do you what do you guys think? How how would you approach that? Yeah, I'm scared for so, it. So, so, like... Sorry to put you on blast. Uh,
2: my love. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. Sweeten that up.
2: <laughs> yeah, I re- I respect her wanting to do it. And I get it, but yeah, I think that's terrifying for a little kid. Go up to like a freaking martial arts instructor, like son say like, "Uh, I'm not coming anymore," and like run, you know. Like.
0: Uh, I actually had this exact same scenario play itself out uh, when my son was in taekwondo. Okay, and I so my son, he he kept you know. Saying, yeah, 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 I'm interested. I want to keep doing it, blah, blah, blah. And after some time, his interest faded. It was, I guess, in reality, it was kind of too rigorous of a schedule for him mm-hmm. with the things he was doing after school. So I think that played into it more than him not necessarily wanting to be there. Right. Um, but I had the same exact um, you know, process that your wife is is applying here, which is, all right, you want out. You got to go have the conversation with your sensei.
1: And, is this what you is this what you had him do? Oh, this was f- your. This is me. Yes. And what did your and what and did your wife agree with that? She did because she okay. was like,
0: "All right, the logic makes sense to me. Fine. That's the, if he really doesn't want to do it, then he should be man enough to to say no. He's six. Okay. Man Just, enough? Huh? Come on. Right. That's that's what I had to say. <laughs> he's, he's, he's man enough. He's six. All right. But um, but it was it was for the same purpose. It was you okay. know you, if. Cause for us, again, and just like for anybody, we're paying for these things. It's not like it's free, and right, even right. if it was, still, you want to. If you're making a commitment, I think you should still follow through. But at the same time, it's like, all right, you want out. This, these are the steps for you to get out. If not, then you do. You kind of look like a sucker because I didn't say this then, but like to us, it's like
2: might as well, man. Up. Yeah, you're
0: true. You're right. <laughs> you you got to be able to know. Like, if you make that decision, you got to be able to understand what the repercussions of that decision are, is, are, is, are. Um, so, this was kind of a teaching moment in that respect. And what's funny is, <clears throat> so my son, eventually he did it. He told the, the sensei. And the sensei wasn't trying to let him go. Ooh. So, like, the oh, dude. Oh, man. So, it kind of.
2: bro, it's a paycheck for homie. Well.
0: Yeah, but I, I think it was deeper for him. I don't think it was mm-hmm. just about the money. <laughs> so, okay. so the dude like corners me. We have a conversation, and he's like, "Look, what you? Well, <laughs> yeah, yeah, <all right. laughs> I'll call the cops. I ain't even awesome. Like, let's throw it down. No, I'm gonna call the cops." <laughs> um, so he goes, "You know what? You're teaching your son by having him quit is gonna be life life changing, and it's not something that you should do."
2: Oh jeez, he flipped. He, yeah, he tried to give me on the quit thing, bro.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm like,
2: I'm great getting, way to keep his client. I'm getting
0: a little tight because I'm like, don't fucking tell me how to parent my kid. You know what I mean? But he's also like a psycho, something other, like child psychology, something. Dickhead. <laughs> no, I live near this man. Don't call him a dickhead. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, I Sorry, just. <laughs> I listened to him, and at the end of the day, I was like, I, I understand you have a lot of experience in this area. That's great. Um, you just have never parented my son. So right. this is our decision. Here's how we're going to do it. And that was it. But it took a while for, for us to get to that point because he kept, like, you know, trying try to basically, tell in in not so clear of a way, make it seem like this is a parenting mistake. Right. And I was like,
1: "You're you're gonna
2: turn your kid into a quitter."
0: Right, right. And I was like, "So, nah. which well, think ask- about
2: it it's coming from the martial arts side, he's thinking like that. Discipline, like yeah. Discipline his kids, right,
1: right. Well, let me let me ask you this: Did did you, when your son went to the sensei and told him he didn't want to do it anymore, were you standing next to your son, or did you make him do it by himself with you off on the on the side?
0: I was not next to him. I was off. Like, in the waiting area.
1: Okay. So
0: I, I, I mean, think... he could see me. I was close enough where he could see me, but it was kind of, you're on your own,
1: kid. We're basically, at my wife and I are at the, we're, we're at the kind of trying to figure out the compromise to this one. And we we're, we're, seem to be on the compromise stage at, um, we'll be next to him. Because I'm still not, I'm still feeling like, ah, I don't really, I don't feel he needs to go tell him, yeah you know. One so, on one. so i also it, understand her point but so so then she proposed okay well how about we're standing with him while he does it so that it feels more like a family thing but letting him be the one to talk so he doesn't feel quite as scared you, that kind of thing
2: you don't think it be it could be a combination of the two where you all approach you start the conversation which is the hardest part yeah. And refer to him, like, right, you know, like, this is something that you want, right? Or, or tell him exactly what the reasons are. And it's kind of a group convo. This is my thing. Like, I get the whole logic behind having him say it and confront it. But I also understand the logic behind him being terrified as a little kid to have to do something like that. And it, believe it or not, I would think that that can even scar him moving forward. Because he's going to look at you guys like, you guys are making me like do this something that's terrifying to me, and you're like making me do it. Right. I, I don't know. I, I don't know if that yeah. makes sense. Like, I remember no, when no, I was little may, kid, and I would a little kid, I would go into, into into whatever, visit family or visit friends or whatever with my mom. And my mom would always be like, say hello to, to this person, <laughs> Sam. And I hated that. I hated that with a passion. Yep. You know, it's not the same thing. But I'm just saying, I carried that hate for that. And, like, as a chip on my shoulder against my mom for a very long time, you know? And I just imagine this is something like that, you know? Yeah.
1: It's also, as a little kid, you look, you you know, um, uh, you—this is a generalization, but I would think you look for your mom or your dad or whoever your parent is or parents. Um, You know, you're looking for them to kind of shield you from— Right from those kind of blows or those yeah, kind of exactly. frightening experiences, it, it, and and you know, okay, they're going to take care of it for me. You know that kind of thing. Yeah. Um,
0: but you're making a parenting mistake. <laughs> <laughs> now,
2: again I I think. Real, I'm, sorry, sorry, man. Real quick, yeah. that's why I think if you go in, if you want to, if you really you guys are committed to doing it, I think that if you guys go together and with him and initiate it. It will give him the confidence to confront it a little bit better, I think.
0: I, I think, K, you need to sit down and let your wife join him. Because I have a strong suspicion that you are going to speak for your son and not let him take, <laughs> do, do what the compromise really is, which is walk him there. Maybe even, like E said, start it, but let him actually do the talking
1: well let me how did your so after your son did this well let me backtrack did the sensei try to go back and forth with your son did he try to sway him he did see that i don't that's, that's terrible, that, that i'm not he a did. fan of like that's to me that's kind of fucked up because it's but, like they're, but, they're a kid like that's when really i'm to... that,
0: that's when i jumped in that's when i Too jumped late, in asshole no nah. <laughs> <laughs> that's when i jumped in and oh, i was that's like when i jumped in. and i was like no that's his decision you
1: know that's what it oh, is uh, and what was your son doing when the, when the sensei's trying to convince him to stay
0: sticking to his guns
1: okay well, that's good at least yeah. he,
0: he was i mean you know and and I, th- I think it's it's fair to point out like you also have to kind of know your kid right like if this is something that's going to potential to terrify them, I don't think this no, no, approach you, makes 100% any true. sense.
2: No, you're no you're you kidding.
0: Know what I mean like I know my child can endure that back and forth if it came to that. Now, of course, I'm not I'm going to be there because if the shit gets out of control, which it shouldn't, but let's say it did, that shouldn't be what he has to endure. But like, you know, I that's the only caveat I would say, but in my case that wasn't an issue.
1: Yeah. Um so going back to the article real quick, I mean, it's all—this is all intertwined. I mean, one thing—I wrote a quote down, but it basically summed it up saying, like, kids, when they feel like they lost ownership of the experience that they're doing, is not—that's not going to teach them perseverance. That stuck out with me.
0: That makes a lot of sense.
1: You know what I mean? Like. Yeah. When a kid doesn't like something, it could be a variety of reasons. If they say, "It, it basically," it's saying you got to kind of dive into what the real reasoning behind them wanting to stop a certain activity is. It because you know they had a bad game, or is it because they had uh, you know they're having bad interactions with other kids that are there, or is it they just are disinterested in it? Are they feeling? Uh, overwhelmed with the amount of activities they're doing because with school you know there's a variety of different reasons so to kind of blindly label it as oh well they're quitting or you know that kind of stuff that's where it gets tricky and is also we don't want to we don't want to call our kids quitters because i think you know it's like shit if you don't like to do something after a while it should be okay for you to yeah you know, not do you it. know drop it and figure out what you know Especially when you're young, right? You're trying to figure out what you like, what you don't like, and um, but I think
2: fun in your
1: youth. Yeah, yeah. Have fun, and but I think as parents, probably a lot of us, uh, you know, we don't we don't look into it as much as we we could. On you know, we look at face value, like ah, why you don't like this anymore? You know, how come? And we don't pay as much attention to the reasoning behind it.
0: Yeah, and we and we are a lot of times the parent is the reason. Because we took for ownership
1: it. of it, right? We 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 end up taking ownership of and it. especially if that's... they're good at something, right? And, and right. like we can see he's good at it. I'm like, oh, why would you want to quit when you're good at it? But but we fuck it I up a lot. Like
0: we fuck it up for them a lot of times. Like we <laughs> right. suck the joy out of it because if and I see it, and you probably see this all the time in, in basketball with your son. Like you see that hardcore parent that's going in, and and they're not allowing their kid to just play. They're just criticizing every single thing that they're doing throughout the whole game. And that shit's got to be crazy for them.
2: Yeah. I, I, I also think that the the concept of time is different for adults than it is for kids. So where we think, oh, you're already going to quit. They're like, damn, I've been doing this forever. Right. That's true. Mm-hmm. You know, like yeah. we seem to you know lose focus of that as well. Yeah. I mean, just think back when we
1: were young, the thought of a year seemed like an eternity. <laughs> forever Forever, the day
2: because you woke up (laughs) early and you did whatever you went to school and then you played after school like the day was forever you know yeah yeah
1: nowadays a year is
0: the of an eye bro yeah i mean shit it's thanksgiving
2: practically i know not so thanksgiving
0: (laughs) 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 that's a that's actually it's a very interesting article i'm actually going to read it now now that you've given me the cliff notes
2: I'm gonna start reading it and then walk away from it.
0: <laughs> Good one. Uh so I, I have a quick one that I wanted to bring up. I, I thought no you guys, quick pro quo, please. You guys would appreciate. <laughs> so my, my daughter is uh taking like not not intense Spanish, but she's she's got Spanish class that she's intense kind
2: of, Spanish. There's something like called not, intense. I, I actually
0: meant I meant to say immersive. Like uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was going to
2: say it's a Cuban Dominican. Yeah 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 yeah. Diablo
0: So they're going through kind of like the basics, and they're they're talking about like articles of clothing and shoes and that kind of thing, and then the teacher, I guess they're talking about um sandals. Chancletas, right so the the teacher asked the, the class like, you know what are the common uses of chancleta in your household, and she's speaking in Spanish in the class, and her class is a mix of kids. I say Latinos are probably a very small percentage of who's there, so she you know the the kids are shouting out different uses of a of a chancleta, oh, you wear it on the beach, oh you know whatever you wear it around the house, what have you and then my my daughter and her friend who are both latinas they look at each other like and then they start smir- smirking and the teacher's like what's so funny like what what other uses of a chancleta do you guys know and then they're like well in our in my house chancletas yeah, used <laughs> in a variety of other ways
2: Kill a fly
0: I think I think she went as far as to say it, like you get you know you can get spanked with it or what have you. yeah, and I'm like fuck, man, don't say shit like that in school. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, I thought it was funny, like you know, in in that in that environment, um, to have that kind of come up, even though like I'm looking at her and I'm like, what was the last time you got hit with a chancleta? She's like, I don't know. I'm like, well then, what the fuck? You're gonna call the. Child services on our ass over here. If you keep it up,
1: I don't think they come for chunklet that problem. So. I don't know, bro. You never know. They're too soft. The chunklet. <laughs> Depends on the chunk. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's true. There's it's some hard plastic shit. Is...
0: <laughs>
1: hey, hey, going real back, real quick, Manny, to to your son, and and he's uh, thought about potential scar tissue. When, when all that was said and done, does he even remember doing that? Does he ever talk about that? Does that do you think that made any kind of impact in how he approaches things now?
0: I, I think it was a positive experience for him. Um, it never comes up, at least he doesn't bring it up. Uh, if ever, the, the times it does come up is usually when he's thinking about doing something new. So if he for instance, his friend now is doing um I wanna say it's jujitsu. Okay. And he got all hyped, like, Oh, I wanna get back, I wanna I wanna do jujitsu, I was like, You remember the last time you was doing the martial arts, what happened? He's like, Yeah, dad, you're right. I don't think I'm I'm ready for that right now. I'm gonna just stick to basketball, focus on mm-hmm. basketball and then if and I was like, Look, if you if you wanna do something later, I said by all means, let's do it. But let's get through basketball first. And then because the issue, again, at the end of the day was he had too many activities lined up throughout the week. Yeah, so, that
1: gets that gets hectic. Yeah. You know.
0: So I was like, we already identified the re, the actual root causes of why you didn't want to do Taekwondo. Let's not put ourselves back in that situation. And maybe we can try jiu after basketball season's over. And that was kind of the compromise. He was like, all right, that's cool. So he's he's more he's more he thinks more now about what he wants to get involved
2: with because he understands the decision that was made before. You don't think you could have had that same um, result without the experience of him having to talk to the sunset? Like that's I was gonna bring that up. Like, couldn't you potentially say to your kid, "All right, you're gonna quit this, but then any future activities that you're really interested in, I'm, we're all gonna have to really." You know, think about that before we even allow it because of what you know. You wanted to quit this now.
0: Not my, not my kids. My no. kids, my kids. Unfortunately, they need to face learn little, the hard way. <laughs> yeah, they need to face a little <laughs> adversity in order for it to
1: click. Okay. How many, how, as far as activities go, what do you guys think? How is what? What's the amount that seems to be too much? Or do you think it's just based on kid, kid?
2: It's probably yeah, based on kids yeah, because there's, it's definitely kid. there's kids that can handle all kinds of stuff. And there's kids that, or maybe even what the actual activities are, there might be a certain activity that just deserves more attention and time from them. And it's just like, they're really focused on that yeah. one thing and then there's some that they can do a variety and it it is what it is. Whatever. I
1: mean, I mean, do you guys think that during, during a school week, um that kids should be after school doing something another activity or two activities every day after school or should so. it or should it just be uh you know maybe they're in four different activities but it's maybe once or twice during the week and then something else in the weekend i mean i guess yeah uh i don't know what is what what's too much
0: i i think it boils down to prioritization meaning handle kids, right? We're talking kids. So kids, handle your schoolwork first, right? A lot time for that to be taken care of. Then you can start figuring out, all right, how much time generally do you have left to then do certain activities, whether it's one or two, so that you can try to be home in time for you to eat, do whatever you need to do before you go to bed at a reasonable hour. For in, So in my case today, as a matter of fact, my daughter's got basketball practice at, I want to say it's nine o'clock, which is not the norm, but that shit's mad late for a kid in you know in school, but she also has religious class, and so di th- today it was one of those two had to take the l because homework came before you know both of them, and ultimately she was only going to have time after homework to do one of them, and so she picked basketball, obviously uh over religious instruction <laughs> but but that's kind of the thing you have. It's part of part of the compromise. For my kid, my kids, one activity after like their school and religious education and that kind of thing is is plenty.
2: Makes sense. Yeah, I'm not there yet. <laughs> you'll you'll well, be there she, soon. She, you'll does be there an, soon man. she does activities. She goes to the little <laughs> baby gym. Those are dope. Yeah. I like no, those. that's. You know what's not dope about it is that now she's putting all those like obstacle courses and crawling and all over the living room, <laughs> all over everything. I had some <laughs> some some record crates, like and she started climbing those to get to a table that had all these things on them and grabbing all the stuff from the top of the table and and yeah, she she's. She's pretty – She's her, those skills are – those uh, ninja warrior skills are coming are, are going to use it. I'm not sure. Uh, I'm looking forward to her getting better at it.
1: Well,
0: you wanted a ninja. There you go.
2: That's true. Yeah.
1: I've got a lying update for you. Oh, <laughs> let's hear it.
2: Lying, lying, lying.
1: <laughs> Um, So this weekend, we uh, had to run into the store real quick parked the car they waited in the car for me um and while i was in there for 20 minutes some big ass suburban pulled in and hit our car um and then parked again they didn't the dude didn't see that my wife and my son were in the car so he he gets out and he looks at his car and then tries to snake off into the into the store my wife gets out you know excuse me sir You just hit our car and then he automatically goes into a rage. You guys are hustling me, uh, you know, all this kind of shit. I come out and I see some crazy some crazy looking dude videotaping, look, you know, taking pictures of the car and I'm like, "What the hell is going on here?" Hmm. So, long story. We were there for 3 hours. We were on the phone oh with the police. God. They Damn. called the police. Um, you know, I've got some guy uh, you know, just going off saying he's going to sue us. We're hustling him. We're doing all this kind of stuff. Um, Aren't there cameras
2: not, at this place?
1: Well, he says that he. Well, he goes. The first thing he says, he goes, "I've got, you know, I've got cam. I've, I've, got video of the whole thing." And we're like, "Great, so we don't have to talk anymore. You know, let us see it. I'm not showing you anything. I'm showing the police. All right, call him up. Let's bring, them, you
2: know, let's right.
1: let's see. You obviously hit the car, and um, and so just snowballed into this whole thing and he was he was pretty manic it did you know after an hour went by then he would change his tune and come over and is this what is this is this the only thing you know he'd point to the the bumper that was pushed out a bit and he's like is this the only thing that 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 you're talking about i can fix you know I, i'll fix that and he pulls out his his uh, phone and shows me his negative bank statement and he's <laughs> like I, you know i don't want to lose my job and then i'm like, well. You know, you should have thought about that before you lied a at the beginning. And and I didn't hit your car on my mother. I didn't hit your car. I curse you. You know, you know, <laughs> like he like put a put a hex on on I, my wife. I <laughs> curse you.
2: Yeah, exactly. What the hell, man, Is this it guy was, from Transylvania. It,
1: it was it was nuts. You American Beach. I curse you. <laughs>
2: i disrespect the Transylvanians.
1: <laughs> so
2: I say all that. It was basically
1: three hours of all this. Jesus. Um and my son was, you know, he had to sit there and and go through the whole thing with us. You know, we had to wait uh, for the cops is, to come. Scared and,
2: during the process?
1: Uh, he was apparently he was a little nervous when it first happened yeah. because the dude was wandering around and 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 uh, and then when I came out and we started talking, he seemed to kinda of get into it. He was like he was actually getting pissed off. He's like, Why is this guy lying? You know, why is he and then every time it seemed like it would start to get heated, he would jump out of the car and want to get into the circle of, <laughs> of what was going on. So we have to tell him to you know go back in. But I bring it up because it, the conversation afterwards with him is like you know why you know it was such an unpleasant experience and it was hour a wait, you know waste of hours, and um, and it all stemmed from this guy lying sticking with his lie and it's snowballing into a bunch of stuff that didn't need to have happen Mm. so it was a it was a good conversation for my son because it's like look dude you see what happened like if he would have just admitted to him bumping the car we probably you know we wouldn't have been there that long we could have figured it out we could have exchanged info. We could have whatever. We might have just dropped the whole thing because it wasn't that big of a deal. But because this dude started with a lie and wanted to stick to it, and then started lying even more about stuff. I mean, you know, we, you see how we caught him on all these different things. He goes, "Yeah." I see "So you see what happens once you start? Once you start with one lie, it snowballs in another. If you just stuck with the truth." You know, we would have had a much different story. So, so. you owe that
2: guy money now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. So what? So wait, hold up. But what happened? The cops
1: came? Uh, no, they were like they. They said we have real things to do.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so wait, nothing ended up. The guy just he got off scot free.
1: No, I mean we find it was a driver of a of a of um Ooh, like yeah. a some some kind of service, some kind of car service. Mm-hmm. So we were on the phone with various cops and they're saying, well, we don't know if we're going to come because we have these things happening. You know, there's like a <laughs> emergency and we're like, fine. We don't, you you don't even need, there's no reason to be here, but they're not giving up their insurance information, right. which is illegal. Oh, they refused. He refused to give it up. <clears throat> and, and so we had to figure out some way. So then he calls the owner and then the owner comes and then, you know, the owner was a jackass too. And he's, you know, looks at it, points to the car. Yeah, there's no way that we hit your car, you know, oh, thank you. Wow. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know? And he wouldn't give up the information. So they're calling nine one one. We've got the local cops on the phone. We've got it on speakerphone. We're going all back and forth. And then finally they gave up the uh the insurance sure. information. And so,
0: you know, so it continued. You were level headed this whole time? You weren't like, yo, son, I
1: I'd be I'd be DJ E F N right there, just mad Cuban. All over the place. Show. I mean, I wasn't. Uh, I wasn't Mister Zen, and I wasn't like, you know. I was yelling back. Box
2: jump on that. <laughs> <podcast>. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we, were,
1: we were definitely yelling back at him when he was going nuts, but we were trying to be calm as well. It wasn't and like, yeah,
2: you got your kid there. Like yeah, uh, yeah. It
1: wasn't yeah. like we we're being disrespectful, but right. uh, but also, and it, and I guess it was another good example for my son in terms of like being able to learn like when to. Use a strong voice when not to let people talk to you a certain way, you know, not to cave, um, you know, to persevere through things and and know when you, you know, when something's right, that you got to even if it Fight sucks. It. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I didn't flip. My wife didn't flip. We definitely let him, you know, we definitely weren't being nice to him. But was it physical in a respectful way? Nah, he wasn't trying to get, it. he was just, he was just being loud and, and aggressive. I mean, we did have to, we did because he was being so, he was being, he was being pretty belligerent and it was not like he was cursing, but he was doing things that, you know, when he starts like wishing, you know, your health ill and saying <laughs> right. all kinds of weird yeah. shit like that, <laughs> Karma's going to, you know, you don't love God, you know, this, all this kind of stuff. Um, it, it does make you think like it made it. It. It put a red flag for me where, I mean, part of the reason that we were there for a while was because once we finally were starting to do the information stuff, like, we wouldn't we wouldn't give up, you know, showing my name. We wouldn't give yeah. up our address. You know, we wrote the shit down, tried to give it to them, and they're like, well, we don't even know who you are. And and we had the cops tell us, well, you don't have to tell them anything. You know, you just give them the information. Right. So, it was basically like you know when when you have irrational folks, and they're saying weird kind, especially in this day and age, um, you got your family there. It's like, man, I'm not, I don't. These these dudes don't need to have my personal info. They don't need to know where I live because right. you just never know. Like, all right, here's this dude. He he does lose his job. You know, he he you know he is irrational. He now he knows where you live, and you know who the fuck knows what you know what comes after that. So, yeah. you just you know, you just got to be, um,
2: whip out the machete in our, our vendita. Yeah. <laughs> so wow. it's just like, it's, again, it's just like, you got to be like the,
1: the initial reaction is to want to kind of go off on them while they're doing their thing. But then what are all the repercussions of that? And, and so trying to keep somewhat level head yeah, and sure. make sure that, you know, you're not getting, uh, that, you know, you're sticking up for yourself and all that good stuff. But at the same time, doing things that keep a safe environment while your family's there. You're not going to let them get the best of you, basically. Right. Exactly. Right. Exactly. But it was a, yeah, it was interesting because it's like, you know, fucking pain in the ass and uh, didn't that need to sucks. go down that way.
2: <laughs> but it was so weird. I was like, what,
1: yeah, what the hell is going on right very now? Very
2: frustrated. I hate when yeah, people lie like that in your face.
0: I want to be like Kay when I grow up. Now, if I ever have to have that situation happen, I hope I, I can handle it that way because... I can easily go f- to a thousand in a situation like that, and that with kids or not. And that shit doesn't nah, resolve anything.
2: I don't want to b- go a thousand if I have my daughter around. I know
0: you don't want to, but it's hard not to when you're used to going a thousand. Take it from the thousand guy. All right,
2: thousand guy. Yeah, <laughs> give me a dollar. <laughs> Make it nine ninety nine yeah weird times crazy
1: crazy times black and nuts right black and nuts so you you definitely definitely got to keep all that stuff in mind when things pop off like what the potential you know just potential scenarios and ramifications shit is yeah
2: yeah so okay i mean this is probably not good for the podcast but i'm gonna bring it up anyways so segue from what you're saying, did you guys see that crazy shit that happened in uh, Mexico with the Mormon families? I
1: read about it. I didn't I didn't Yo, know, dude. read too much into it because it sounded pretty
2: It was pretty, pretty it's pretty brutal. gruesome. It was yeah. like a, a caravan of women and children traveling. You know, there's a Mormon colony in Mexico and they kinda, you know, in the Mormon communities i guess connect between you know mexico uh, coming through the i guess the, the you know through the united states so they can kind of like you know uh transit between and this this caravan was going i think to the states for like a wedding or something and uh the the some cartel went in there and just you know shot them up and and burned the cars and and nine women and children were killed and uh there was like i think 13 kids got away or something and and they, they they lit one car on fire and it had you know a baby in the car and just, a mom got out like you know like what you know what are you doing and they shot her point blank and like yeah just just crazy man wow. yeah. i mean i don't know why i'm bringing that up but it's just it's, it's just... a good way to end the podcast <laughs> yeah thanks, no no no, no. let's end it no end it with another disastrous one that, Oh, yeah, perfect I, I read these things at night like I try to read to go to sleep and I end up like just getting so mad like at the world. Yeah, cuz that's how so, <laughs> huh? Can I can give I you get a book? So, Can I give you a book to to read? <laughs> so, so read? this one books to read. <laughs> this one really pissed me off. And I've talked to you guys about this this type of stuff pissing me off. So, this other story was a dude, a, I think he's like a 42-year-old man uh, in New York. I, I believe he's in New York City. He decapitates his wife what? and and uh cuts the throat of his five-year-old daughter <sighs> and then hangs himself wow i'm like yo dude fucking just kill yourself you piece of shit yeah. <sighs> like 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 dude like who in the like who harms children <sighs> bro yeah, I don't.
0: I don't blame you for getting pissed. That's just getting me hot. Like right that.
2: Now. That like I read it and I was just getting like uh, my blood was boiling. I couldn't go to sleep after that. Like I wanted to go find the guy, resuscitate him from the death, <laughs> and and just kill him. Like just like torture, torture him. Like, him. Like what is wrong with you? You fucking moron. Yeah. Like you really and 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 look and I, of course I don't want no one to kill any kid, but dude, you, you're gonna slice the throat of your daughter. Like, like come on, brother. And then uh, the crazy shit is that his wife was worked for the UN fighting for for women and and, and, gir- and girls rights. Wow. Yeah, pretty, pretty yeah, pretty, pretty gnarly shit, man.
1: Well, I mean again that just goes back to my point of being in those kind of situations like especially when people are acting irrational it's like a, you know, you gotta listen to those, you gotta listen to those red flag warnings. You Yeah. Those, dude. those gut feelings when you're in a situation and it's like, yeah, it, it might feel good to, to show out and do whatever. Chest, but, yeah. but if you, but if you are paying attention to kind of the scenario and, and weird red flag warnings or just ways that you're feeling, especially if you have, you know, you, uh, thinking of your family, it's like, all right, got to, Put that got, aside. To in, got to tune into that because there's a lot of crazy, crazy.
2: crazy no, no, yeah, it, it, it's scary times, and I mean, it's probably always been scary times, but whatever, we're living yeah. in this motherfucking times, so there's scary times. Yeah, and yeah, I would want to just tell my girl and, and my daughter get just leave, and and then I'll go ape shit. <laughs> right. Yeah, they don't deserve that shit. These fucking.
0: Yeah. You, if you're nuts, you go nuts like on. Like any,
2: own. and also people that that. Are irrational around children are also another type of scumbag as well like it like for example that dude if he knows your son is there and potentially he could be scaring <laughs> him like you know what kind oh, of had, fuck yeah, scumbag yeah, he, he had, is
1: he had no uh Care. he's just going off you know it's like you're hustlers i'm gonna sue you for everything you have uh you know all this i have a daughter you know <laughs> really is that, yeah, like that's like, gonna I make see, me feel nicer about you?
2: I see a kid, and you know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, you know, even if I'm mad, I'm gonna calm down because I'm just gonna, just gonna think about my kid being in that position. Yeah, yeah. just try to talk. And sometimes you could even, you could talk. Did I, I ever tell you guys a story? And we'll, I'll make this really short but quick, but and I'm not gonna name names, but there were, Kay knows the names. There's an artist that I got into a, a, a beef with over the phone, and I happened to be with my goddaughter, uh, and she was getting ice cream we were getting ice cream, and I get this call and this like irate like gangster rapper calls me talking some crazy shit and I just and I'm with my goddaughter, so I'm in my calm voice so she doesn't know she's no wiser. I'm just like I'm like, oh where? Uh, okay, you're gonna you're gonna do what? Oh, that's awesome. Oh great. you know where I'm at tonight uh, Do you need the address? Awesome. I'll be waiting for you okay, see you later bye. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh no, yeah that's good they that's... didn't show up <laughs> but we no we're there. After, waiting after that crazy ass response he's like no this motherfucker lost yeah. it <laughs> yeah
2: and they yet to be on drink champs and might be on drink champs one day and i might bring it up oh, oh man so stay i know tuned. they don't remember that that was me
0: stay tuned for that ladies and gentlemen yeah. all right i have to go and eat now because i haven't yet so you boys it's been a pleasure
2: it been How awesome. Was... <laughs> I'll let you later. Indeed.